Alright, episode 88. 3, 2, 1, hit it! What's up, everybody? You thought I was going to say what's good, didn't you? <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> yeah, man, welcome to the show. It's, of course, another episode of your girlfriend's favorite podcast. My name is Vusani. I'm sitting across Seaswear, mm. and we are your lovely hosts of this wonderful program. We're somewhere in the 80s with these episodes, man. Yeah. We're pretty far in. Yeah. Approaching the 90s. Shout out to all the 90s babies. Wrong button. Yeah. Episode 88, man. We're here. Yeah, man. Two uh, away from the next milestone. Ooh. And 12 away from the <laughs> biggest one. It seems like a small number until you think about it that we record once a week. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, that's 12 weeks. It's a yeah. lot of life to live. It, it really <laughs> is, actually. No, like it's very everyone, true. Everyone, like, 40 episodes ago was like, invite me to the 100th episode. And I'm just like, you don't know how long that's going to take. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't realize. Well, you have people that wanted you to be on the, wanted to Bro, be on the like, 100th episode. Everyone's like, 100. I don't know why. Yeah. But... I think they're uh, uh, expecting us to make a big deal out of it, which, look, I plan on doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you do anything 100 times, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I think if you do anything 50 times, I said it even at that point, mm. like it's a big deal. So, yeah, it was just it points towards the commitment that we showed. You know, we spoke about that the last time we were here. And, yeah, hopefully, you know, the motivation and the encouragement and the inspiration to keep going We'll continue, dude. Yeah, yeah that's all I can say. Episode 100, I'm swapping out the tea for some Henny. What? Yeah, I'm going to be like J.R. Smith. I'm going to be off the Henny. Oh. The Hennessy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go for the easy layups. <laughs> I'm just going to run out and let LeBron look at me like, what is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that be... <laughs> you just know LeBron said nigga. <laughs> when he said dude, no, the way he looked away afterwards, after he was like... Why did you pass? And then you just, you just know he looked away and said, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. All right, episode 88, where do you want to start, bro? Uh, do you have anything on your docket that you were yeah. rushing to get to? Yeah, let me let me tell you what happened in recent days. Tell me. So I was on Instagram. I like to watch Instagram reels. Mm-hmm. Very nice content on there. It's mostly twerking videos. Yeah, yeah. a lot of twerking videos. You'll click on a, a skill video like someone <laughs> doing techers, you know. <laughs> then all of a sudden... The next video is twerking. It's twerking, dude. It's just yeah. it's the way it is. Instagram is set up like that. But yeah. yeah. So then um, yeah, I'm, I'm going through these reels. Yeah. Uh, in advance, so I might get in a bit of trouble for saying this. So sorry to my partner, of oh course. But I God. saw a young woman. Right? Yeah, yeah. Who she wasn't twerking. This is the thing. She was doing like one of those voiceover videos. Okay. Like where it's just some funny audio and she's just acting it out, right? But I thought she was pretty. So I just pressed on her profile, of course, as ninety nine percent of men in the world do right, when they're on right. Instagram. You just click on the profile to have a quick two second squiz and then you continue <laughs> about your day. So, I clicked on this video of, on her profile. Yeah. Like I said, because I thought, oh, okay, video is fine. She's cute. Yeah, yeah. Went into the profile, and immediately in the bio, I saw 19, that she's 19. She's 19 years old. And then I immediately left. Right. And immediately, <laughs> my brain was like, nope, 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 that's a child. And I left. She's and of I, age, man. And then I carried on scrolling, <laughs> right? Yeah. But then later on in that day, 
and leading up to today, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I pondered, and I thought, hmm, mm. why is it that at 25, right? Yeah. A woman who's six years younger than me, mm. 19, I look at her and I go, hmm, no, that's a child, like, gross, you. But fast forward a few years, if I was 30, 30 years old, mm. I wouldn't look at a 24-year-old, six years younger than me, the same woman probably, mm. and go, ew, 24. No, I'd be like, oh, yeah, let's get it. She's old enough. Like, yeah, yeah. So I was like wondering about that. Like, why is it? Why does it work mm. that way? Like, why is it yeah. that now when she's still 19, mm. I'm like, mm-mm, that's wrong. But if I was to just go one year ahead in time, 26, 20, mm. I would be like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you I think me? there's two reasons, dude. My my two reasons would be the teen word does not sit well with most people who are well into their 20s now, right? Mm. And it doesn't seem, I don't know, socially acceptable to be with a teenager if you're if you're in your mid 20s already. I don't know, it's just the word teen. The other thing is maybe you don't fi- you find them physically attractive, right? That's the reason why you clicked on <laughs> the yeah. page. I guess you wanted to see more content <laughs> <laughs> of her doing voiceovers, right? <laughs> and you thought, okay, she's pretty. That's why I clicked on the profile. But I saw that she was 19, and that does. I'm not attracted to women who are that age. You know, maybe it's a mental, like hmm. maturity kind of thing. That's those are the two reasons why I think I, I think 19 is socially unacceptable. The teenage thing <laughs> is yeah. unacceptable, and then. The fact that they're not emotionally where you are in terms of maturity, they're not mentally where you are. Career-wise, they're nowhere near where you are. Mm. They haven't seen the things or experienced the things that you've done in work environments, relationships, stuff like that. So I think that's why you find them unattractive immediately. You're like, 19, nah. (laughs) Like, you're nice to look at, but why am I actually here now? Like, (laughs) you start asking yourself existential questions. Like, how did I end up here? I'm down so bad. (laughs) Because I exited so quick. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I said, like, I I later thought about it. And I was just like, why is it like that? Yeah, nah. Especially because, ideally, if I was a single guy, Mm. and let's say we fast forward a year ahead in time. Yeah. At 26, as much as I say, yes, a 20-year-old, like, I would still peruse through their profile. Yeah. And yeah. if I was single, maybe shoot a shot even or anything like that. But ideally, I also think I still wouldn't want to be with someone six years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. But I would still be like, they meet the minimum requirements. It's fine. They're old enough now. Yeah. Yeah. Like as soon as you say like they leave the teen years, they're yeah. now 20. Yeah. So... But ideally, I'd still want someone closer in age to me or even older. But th- this is the thing, and I think it's the cry that a lot of young men have about older women, is that they feel like they're mature enough to be with a woman like that. Mm. Like, wh- uh, like when men are 25 pursuing girls that are 30, girls always have this belittling nature about, oh, you're a baby. <laughs> you could be two years younger than that person. Oh, you're a exactly. baby. It's like, no, not necessarily, dude. Like, I, I know I'm five years younger than you, but look, I know some stuff. Like, yeah. like, even if it's just a sexual advance, like, no, I couldn't be with somebody like you because you're sexually inexperienced. Like, nah, I'm actually pretty good at this. <laughs> 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 but you wouldn't know because yeah. you're not given half the chance. And I think that's what younger girls are probably saying to older guys. But not, when roles are reversed, it's a bit sicko mode because 
older guys are always seen as the ones manipulating younger girls to be with them. It's always seen as like a predatory thing, mm. even though that person is of age or whatever. Exactly. But it's just, yeah, it's just a, it's a hard ethical moral dilemma <laughs> that you have yeah, to go it through. It definitely is. Yeah, be- yeah. Because like I say, I've seen posts as well Yeah. where dudes who are like even 22 say, or even going look at myself. Yeah. Like when I was like 22, I was still like, Mm, nah, and, and a 19 or 18 year old is too young. By that time, it's like, I'm only like 22. Yeah. We were literally in high school together, probably. Like, when yeah. I was in matric, this person was probably in the 8th or ninth grade yeah. with that age difference. Yeah. But to me, it's like, mm, nah, you're still too young. So mm. I think, yeah, like that teen thing, once you said, like, once you get into your 20s, someone who's a teenager, it it's and it becomes off putting. It does. It like, does. It makes you feel like, am I a pedophile? <laughs> like, am I a pedo? Look, man, I need uh, some pure to not hear this episode because <laughs> you already made a fucking joke on Twitter saying that Caesar gets mad when he knows that he has to stop watching porn with girls in uniform. <laughs> <laughs> so I need him to not hear this episode because he's gonna think I'm phony because I used to like that type of stuff. But nah, I I don't think niggas should feel like pedos if the girl is of age one of the like conversations that we were having at the table like we're having a team building exercise or whatever and uh the one lady that i work with she's actually my supervisor she says to me yeah no these girls on instagram and stuff they're like 14 and they look like grown women like you never know unless they're mm. in uniform if this person is of age or not, or if they put it in their Twitter bio. Exactly. Or like, their Tinder or their their, their Instagram that's bio. What, like or whatever. if I didn't see the nineteen in the bio, I would have assumed she's twenty something. Yeah, and you would have jerked your meat, right? <laughs> 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 Was that supposed to be a round of applause or an air horn? <laughs> I'm missing my shots on the oh, on the man. on the soundboard it's today. Hilarious, I'm bro. clapping when I need to boo. <laughs> I'm air horning when I need to clap. I'm a mess uh, on the soundboard today. Snap. <laughs> we need a switchboard operator <laughs> who will yeah. work for free. We do actually <laughs> need that. We need to do less of the work and just do the potting, really. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like that, it's true. Like women even recognize that it's not something that men do because we're predators necessarily. It's something that women have noticed like, yeah, because she's like a real fashionista type of thing. And these Mm. little girls do these styling videos and these girls put together proper outfits, but they look like grown women, dude. That's what the appeal is. Like most grown women are not going to take fashion advice from 14 year olds. (laughs) But I'm guessing because these women actually look like women, Mm. these girls look like women, that they find it's, oh, it's fine. We can watch these videos, what a, what a, what a. And guys inversely are like, nah, she looks grown, so I should have no (laughs) qualms with this. I'm just going to do what I got to do. It's it's the classic thing of how did I, how was I supposed to know she's <laughs> underage because she's in the club type of thing? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the yeah, classic yeah. thing, like, how was I supposed to know? How did she get in here? Yeah. Like, most people in here are grown people. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's true. Yeah, it is, and it's weird, though, because I've noticed that as well. Like mm. I said, when you scroll through these reels and stuff like that mm. and, like, all this content on Instagram, mm. like, you've got a bunch of half-naked girls on there 
who have bodies that are a bit more developed and all that, yeah. you know, puberty, whatnot. Right. And you probably think to yourself as a guy that she's like 20, 21. She's just young. Mm. But then if you actually go into the profile, you'll see school uniform. You'll be like, oh, she's like a 15-year-old. Like, fam. Fam. And then you get the other guys who don't have a problem with that. The creeps yeah. who will be like, uh, this is something t- for me to take advantage of. Like, she's so young. So <laughs> this is this is the thing, and I'm not saying that it's necessarily a, a, a at the fault of women, right? But when you portray yourself in a mature way, you're going to be treated as such. And I'm not saying that women should bear the brunt of that. I'm just saying that you live in a world that's like that. It's mm. just as simple as it, as it is. Men are obviously the problem in that instance. But if you're going to portray yourself as more mature, you're going to ha- have more revealing clothing and you're a young... I blame parents as well. I can't just say men are the problem. I think the way you're raised is a, a huge part of it. But if you don't want to be treated as an object for sex, stop portraying yourself as such. Because as a youngster, as an yeah. underage person. Because that's the thing, like... These young people get on the socials, right? Yeah. They see people our age, like in our 20s, and they see the lives we live. Mm. And then they now want to start frequenting the same places we go to. Right, right. They want to start dressing the same way the girls our age dress, the women our age. To be accepted, right? So now, here uh, here we are, right, as a a society, Mm -hmm. we go to... Let's just say we go to like solo restaurant. That's mm. a place that on everyone's socials these days. Mm-hmm. You're going to see this girl walk in with her Instagram boutique outfit mm-hmm. that all the girls our age wear. Mm. She's at the restaurant and all the people take snaps in in our age. Mm-hmm. You're going to obviously assume this is a person our age. Only to find out it's a 16-year-old who just likes things. He's on social media following people <laughs> 10 years older than them. Yeah. And just likes these things. <laughs> Look, uh, it's a generational thing. I think I saw it like when our brothers were in high school, where there were always girls that were more developed than other girls. That's been a thing. It's been a constant throughout mm. time. But the girls that weren't were doing things that mature girls were doing. So, like, for instance, they were mer- wearing makeup. They were wearing heels. They were doing things that more mature women were doing. And that's just been a generational thing. So it started with makeup. Then it started like, okay, Women these days have bigger bums than they've ever had at this age. Why yeah. are sixteen-year-old girls walking around with fat asses? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you shouldn't have that. Give that back to somebody who needs it. Like, <laughs> and now, like they're making their ways into places like clubs where they shouldn't be mm. because women are accepted into clubs just off rip without even ID these days. Yeah, dude. You just gotta look old enough, and that's that's part of the problem. There's not enough restriction on it. I think the people running clubs are part of the problem. Yeah, dude, club culture is fucking. It's gross, ill. Bro. It's like, ill. Club culture is literally like the way we're gonna get money spending patrons, aka men, mm. into our establishment mm. is to just let in as many attractive women as possible. It's a setup, dude. It's a setup for something bad to happen. Like clubs, essentially sell sex without selling sex without advertising it yeah so they sell it without advertising they, t- it. <laughs> <laughs> they essentially turn female patrons into escorts without actually making them escorts without even the escorts noticing it like without the females yeah. noticing it yeah they are using you guys to say to men that if you come here 
Mm. Look at all the options that yeah. you could potentially fuck and have sex with. Mm-hmm. And they don't give a fuck if these girls are underage or what. They just let you in. As long as you're wearing a nice skimpy dress yeah. and high heels and you look good and mm. clean, mm. get it. they mm. let you in. And they're like, the fact that you're here, men are going to come in, buy alcohol, spend money and try to hook up with you. We make money either way. And we make the men happy, so they come they back come the back. next week. Exactly, <laughs> it's a it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, club culture is messed up. And man. like, okay, but the whole reason for an age limit on club culture is to, well, in my view, is to protect young people from experiencing things prematurely, mm. right? Or to yeah. stop people that are of age to not have to witness immature behavior. Like, mm. you don't want to see niggas in shorts at a club for a reason. You don't want to see young guys at a club for a reason. They like to fight. They want to yeah. portray themselves as bigger and stronger than they are because they're young and they're dumb, right? Mm. Like, there's a reason why there are age limits. And now you're bringing young women into the club. Yes, they're making a choice to go to this club and pay their money to enter this club. But you're setting them up for something that they cannot give consent to. Which exactly. is these guys who are powerful, rich, good-looking, to take advantage of them. Mm. Like, you're literally setting that up to happen. That's actually true, yeah. And somebody was asking at the at the uh, lunch table yesterday why younger women are attractive. Because youth is attractive. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an evolutionary it's, it's thing. Fertility. Fertility is attractive. Yeah. Youth is attractive. And... Uh, you know why women wear blush? I heard this recently. Like, especially white women. Why mm-hmm. they redden their cheeks. Why? Because younger women have a proclivity to go red. They have a proclivity to blush more oh, more geez. than older women do. Like, their skin allows for it, right? It's youthful skin. Mm. That's why blush is an attractive thing. So you don't yeah. have to blush necessarily to have <laughs> red cheeks. Because makeup is yeah. there. That's crazy. So, I didn't. I never knew that. I and women don't know necessarily why they're wearing blush. They just yeah, like the way it looks. Make, to them, it's just makeup. Exactly. All the makeup artists and influencers put it on. Exactly. I might as well do it too. And from the male point of view, apparently it reminds men of ripe fruit. <laughs> this is evolutionary. Insert peach emoji. <laughs> <laughs> this is apparently evolutionary studies, dude. Like, if you yeah. if you listen to what these guys say, it's very <laughs> interesting. But ripe fruit, you know, men yeah. are gatherers, they're, they're hunters, they go, they get food. But th- that's the thing. Like, men throughout history yeah. have always wanted the a younger woman. The most fertile, at least. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because which is the like younger I said, one. It speaks to fertility. Right, right. A 35-year-old woman and a 21-year-old woman. Mm. The 21-year-old lady's in her prime. Correct. She's actually in her in childbearing her, prime. She's yeah. actually in her peak prime. Yeah. Your prime is not 28, it's 26. Not. <laughs> it's only the career that, prime. That, that's why they put yeah. it there. Yeah. That's what like society is trying to like lean us towards yeah. now to protect women when yeah. it comes to things of sex and all that. Yeah. But evolutionary and biologically speaking, you're at your baby making prime, like in your teen years. In and your teens. Your yeah. Early 20. Least, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when your body's like, um, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now we need to protect women from that because, you know, they're not of age. Yeah. And stuff. But the world is just a weird, confusing place. Because like you say, like like when I mentioned I was on Instagram watching mm. Reels, mm. the first thing you said is there's probably a lot of twerking there. That's the way it's set up. And this yeah. is the thing. Everything nowadays is so sexual. 
Dude, on the internet. Everything, yeah. Like, I'll give an example. My niece has a tablet, right? She's always watching YouTube kids. Like yeah. Little four or five years old. Yeah. Yeah. And I get so stressed every time. Like, because I know she's only watching, here's her Peppa Pig and whatnot. Mm, mm. But I get so stressed knowing that you this can child stumble upon it, yeah. is like literally a few finger touches away yeah. on that touchpad from seeing porn. Yeah. yeah. And it won't even be their fault. Just because exactly. the way society and the internet and the world is set up right now, that sex is so everywhere. Even soft porn. Soft porn, mm. exa- especially. That's what twerking really is. It's, mm. it's everywhere, dude. I literally, a few days ago, set up an Instagram page for a client, right? Yeah. Without even following any accounts for them, the first thing you see on the Explore page is twerking, dude. So it doesn't really matter what you view in your personal capacity. Twerking and that soft porn is always there. It's yeah. always just lingering. It doesn't matter. And yeah. we see it with young women as well. Yeah. Like all these challenges where doing these dances and inevitably there's twerking as part of the dance yeah. challenge. Look, man. It's always these teenage girls and you're just like, geez, you're just going to keep scrolling through. Look, man, Vusi, they've been trying to convince us that twerking is, is just dancing, which is artistic expression. It's cap. When you know, <laughs> like, dude, I, I can't stand it, bro, because you know what you're trying to do with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what you're trying to sell with that. And that's what that movie with the little kids, uh, yeah, yeah. with the close-ups on their bums that and stuff. French movie. Oh, man. It's gross, man. But we all know what they're trying to show. There. They're mm. trying to sell young girls doing sexual things. You can't tell me that twerking is not a sexual thing. Because they'll say it's dancing, like you said. But we all know. <laughs> we all know what's really going on. Look, bro. Like, look. It's, it's, like, it's kind of like Voldemort. It's, the, it's <laughs> unspoken. It's yeah. things you don't say. That don't which <laughs> should not be said. He who must not be named. <laughs> so we don't call it, like... You know, yeah. sexualization of your own body and yeah. all of that. But we just say, oh, it's dancing. Look, man, women are not twerking because they like to do it. It hurts their backs. They don't do it because <laughs> they like doing it. They do it because it draws a certain level of attention or it, it, it sends a certain message, rather. Mm. Like, that's just the way I see it. If I'm wrong, <laughs> I know I'll yeah. hear about it. <laughs> we, we, I mean, remember when we spoke to Noni about <laughs> the posting Why of half-naked ha- pictures? Exactly. She exactly. was very diplomatic in the way she answered. Yeah. But we could tell what she wanted to say. Yep. She yeah. just didn't want to say it. Oh, happy mm. birthday to Noni. It's her birthday. It's, oh, it's her birthday. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't want to say it. <laughs> That's a short clap. <laughs> but she didn't want to say it. <laughs> The crowd was like, woo! <laughs> and then died. Happy birthday, woo! <laughs> okay, carry on. But she didn't want to say what it is. She didn't want to yeah. say it's thirst trapping to get you know, a certain type of attention. Yeah, likes. Even if it's just for likes or whatever, there's yeah. uh, underlying. You're not doing it for enjoyment. I, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. A lot of things you, that women you enjoy do. certain comments. Yes. Which you're going to shame. Do you get me? Oh, they love doing <laughs> that. They love doing the that. The comments <laughs> that they actually really love the most. Yeah. The ones that they're going to go, ew, gross, yeah. creeps. Yeah. But keep it coming. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's why they're gonna repost. They're gonna post that same exact picture two days later oh. to get it to get the, those endorphins. I can't again. stand women, man. <laughs> can't but, stand them. But yeah, man. Uh, just to circle back to where we were, because we we going over the time. Yeah, we we did. But yeah, I I feel you've given me an answer mm. to my what happened this week where I said I was wondering why I found 
that woman instantly unattractive once I f- saw her age. Mm, mm. Yeah, definitely, if you're a teenager mm. to guys in our 20s, yeah, it's a turn-off. At least guys were not creeps. It's a, it's a huge turn-off. Look, yeah, it's a turn-off. It should just be a preference, dude. Like, I don't demonize niggas that are attracted to 19-year-old girls. Like, yeah, maybe she's still in school because she failed. But she's just a bit <laughs> slow. I don't mind that. Like, if she's of consenting age, which I still think 19 shouldn't, like, 18 shouldn't be it. I don't think I could sleep with an 18-year-old, though. But I don't think I could. I'd feel so fucking weird about it. I'd feel like I'm literally, as the term used to be, committing chicken murder. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did that come from? I don't dude? know. I don't see the correlation I've between those wondered, two Where did that phrase come from? It's chicken murder. <laughs> like, maybe because we, we women are referred to as spring chickens sometimes. Or, or chicks. Chicks, yeah. But so you're murdering the <laughs> <laughs> you're murdering the chicken. <laughs> but yeah, sleeping with like an eighteen or nineteen year old that where I'm at now, my yeah. age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even the thought of it, bro, like it disgusts me. It makes me feel gross. Okay, think about it like this. Maybe it's hard because you're forever like changing, but like can you think about where you were mentally at the age of eighteen? Yeah, I was I think mentally at eighteen, I thought at that time. I was grown. Yeah. But I look back now and I realize that is a very naive kid that doesn't know anything. That's why you're probably unattracted to 19-year-old girls. That's probably the reason why. You know that at that age, you were not capable of... Mm. You were not capable of... Like, your your faculties weren't good enough to make the right decisions. Yeah. You're, they just weren't. And you think that you'd be taking advantage of somebody b- because you know that. Mm-hmm. And that person doesn't know it. That's why you think you'd be taking advantage of them. So I think that's probably the reason why you're unattracted to them. That that subconscious, that niggly feeling of like, mm, yeah. yeah, she's grown in stature and in physique, but mentally she's not there, and it just wouldn't feel right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, that's well put, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that's a very interesting topic, man. Yeah, something we can go on for hours. About. Yeah, we could. I we want could. to talk to women about it actually as well. Yeah, I want to know because a lot of girls we know, women generally tend to say, "I don't want guys my own age or younger than me." Mm. They're immature. They always mm. want older men. Yeah, why? And why do they want that? Uh, they always say it's about maturity. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think it's cap. I think it's cap as well. Uh, but they always say that they always want an older guy, like at least four or five years older. So essentially, 19-year-old women do want the 25-year-old guy. Mm. But it's yeah, yeah. And that's the weird thing about this. Yeah. So I'd want to speak to a woman who's our age and actually ask them, like, when you were that age, what was it about an older guy and mm. even now, why do you want a guy that's 30 instead of a guy that's also 24, 25? Yeah. Well, it's kind of what um, Kevin Samuels, this mm. is what he was speaking to Adam22 about. He said that um, women in like grad school, right? Yeah. They want men that are put together, right? They've got careers, but are the same age as them. So it's like you're real, you're, you're, um, expectations are unrealistic it's like you're in grad school 
your life is not put together. You're sleeping yeah. in a dorm still, like, eating noodles and shit. <laughs> like, that's your life. And yeah. you want somebody that's the same age as you, that's a man, to have all of that stuff. Because you want your comfortable life, whatever, whatever. Mm. And that's why women tend to go for the older guys. That's the way he uh, rationalized it. It's like, you want people that are in your age in your age group, but in a separate tax bracket than you. Yeah. It's not realistic. So they end up aiming for men mm. that are older who have those things. A car, uh, a place. Yeah. So it's like the, a game of hypergamy. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. Oh, I see. Pretty much. And... Basically, it's women that are not necessarily... Well, the way he puts it, low-value women that want that. <laughs> it's like women that want the shortcut to a settled life. And they mm. don't really need the love aspect. They don't really need the love yeah. aspect. They want the comfortability. Like, he was talking to women that are in their 30s, their mid-30s. they not in any serious relationship, no kids, and they're wondering why. Okay, mm. You're wondering why because you're aiming... exactly you're you're shooting for the stars you're you're shooting for the stars and yes women typically you know aim higher right or or in the same realm but never lower and that's fair enough age like you shouldn't go too high though you shouldn't Mm. aim too high like it's just look men are not gonna fuck just anything I think that's what (laughs) the misconception is men are not just gonna settle down with anybody or just have sex with anybody Contrary to popular belief that we're just <laughs> these things that go around like yeah. doing all that. No, no, no. I told you on this podcast that half of the sexual experience, maybe even 80%, dude, I'm, I'm willing to die on that hill. 80% of the sexual experience is like in your mind, dude. Like the mm. attraction is in your mind from Definitely. small things, like not just the physique. Like, yeah, gang girls have nice physiques. Exactly. But I can't really have sex with you. Like, think about it like this, dude. Let me, let me say something. <laughs> And this is horrible. This is horrible, dude. Can you imagine yourself with just a fine girl, right? Mm-hmm. But also, she's got Down syndrome, <laughs> right? Oh, <goodness. laughs> Jeez. Do you think you could actually have sex with her? Do you think you could actually do it? Would, would, nah, personally, no. You couldn't do I, it? I could not. Okay. I, I get it, dude, because <laughs> yeah. it's a psychological thing. It's like you feel like you'd be taking advantage of somebody like that. Mm. Yeah, it's it's horrible. I'm not gonna go any further than that, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's horrible, dude. You don't want to be with somebody that you cannot get past the psychological obstacles to engage yeah, in a sexual activity. There's a lot of other factors, definitely. Exactly. Because as much as like uh, economically, financially, mm-hmm. men tend to get a woman who's below them, right? Yeah, yeah. We also have our limits. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> we, men will also be like, I can get a woman who's poorer than me. Yeah. But. She has. To, there's a limit to how poorer than me she has to be. Exactly. Like, exactly. She, like she can't be so so like far below. Yeah. Like no matter how fine you are, to a man you'll be like, Mm-mm, that's not for me. <laughs> she can't make less than half than me, dude. You see, that's, like that's so, yeah. She can't make less than half. So that's how. So men also have that hypergamy in them. Yeah. Where it's like, yes, we go down, but we also put a we do put a basement floor. We do Absolutely. be like that's as low as I will go. Absolutely. And it's usually high value, man. And that value, look, he has his own criteria for it. And I have my own as well. But high value men are not going to settle. They just don't. Mm. They want somebody that's in the same realm as them. They're not going to settle like, yeah, no, I love her. We've got a strong connection. No, it's not enough. 
Mm. Oh, she's beautiful. No, it's not enough. It needs to be a collection of all of those things, like yeah. all those factors. But I, I'm I'm starting to become more convinced as I grow older that we as men don't actually want love. We don't actually require it. We think we do. I don't think either of the sexes do. But I think a lot of us as men, the older we get, I think the more we realize we just want respect. Yeah, I know. I've heard you say this before. You know, I've heard you I've, say this I'm, before. I, I see these patterns out there a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think men necessarily, the older you get, require love. I think we see love as such a fickle thing. Mm. But I think we value things like respect and loyalty more than mm. love as whatever love is. Yeah, love is a strange concept because I think love is a like a collection of all those things like Yeah. Yeah, and how it relates to you. I think that's what really the, mm. what love actually I, it's hard to describe something like that. It's a concept yeah. actually. It's not really a thing, right? But I, I don't I don't know. I, I I hear what you're saying and I to some degree agree. <laughs> but how do you really measure it though? Like yeah, it's, it's tough it's to measure. It's a tough one. Like, yeah, uh, maybe she's showing me respect and loyalty because she loves me. Like, mm. I don't, like, I don't know. It's semantics. <laughs> it's a linguistics <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Semantics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're on music time. I think that was a really interesting chat. Let's, yeah. let's uh, cool down for some smooth jams and we'll be back for the second half. Let's go. Yeah. What Lots. YouTube tunes... Uh, no, nah, I'll save that one for next week. Those some really cool tunes that were that were sent oh. to me, but we'll save it for next week. Are they from a local artist? Local artist? Well, local Mpumalanga, same country as us, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's way out there. Yeah, that's far. <laughs> they they in Mozambique, basically. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, man. What can I what can I conjure up here? Yeah. Oh, is the is the Wi-Fi doing me dirty? Uh, you know, it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. What do you got for us, man? Well, I'm going to load up s- some lo-fi music. Okay, cool. It's very nice. It's very relaxing. Cool, cool. But while this loads up... Are you using the Wi-Fi? Uh, yeah. Big mistake. Mm. Big but, mistake. But yeah. we here now, man. <laughs> Big mistake. The thing is, is gone to the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to some lo-fi music provided by YouTube creators. Yeah, yeah. For a few minutes, yeah? Yeah.
That was some lo-fi hip-hop music, courtesy of YouTube, yeah? Yeah. Some music to study to, as they always caption these types of videos. Yeah, yeah. I don't study to music. It doesn't work for me. I don't study to music, but I do assignments to music. Like yeah. I've got a really dope, uh, I found one on Spotify, I'm sure you saw it on our front page, on our, on our home page. I'll have to check. I haven't I used the Spotify this week. You haven't. Mm-mm. That's very odd. But yeah, no, a lot of uh, songs. There was like a six hour, six and a half hour playlist. It was just smooth. It wasn't even rhythmic or anything. It was just like violins and harps and stuff. It was like very soothing. Yeah, yeah. Got me in the zone, locked in. Clocked out that assignment <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, there's some dope dope ones for like, even just if you want to sleep, if you want to fall asleep, there are dope ones for that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check that out, definitely. Yeah, but no, we're not here to advertise Spotify playlists <laughs> <laughs> unless they're willing to, you know. Check. Yeah, money talks, cha-ching. Don't you have that? <laughs> cha-ching. I don't have cha-ching. <laughs> I've got a... Oh my God. <laughs> just misplaced sounds all over this. Okay, okay, okay. Second half. Um. Yeah, so like I was telling you, dude, we had like a, a bit of a team building exercise and whatnot. So we started off with like just some lunch at Rocco Mama's. Like, oh, nice. it's a fan favorite, obviously. Yeah, man. Rocco always hits the spot. Always. Never disappoints. Uh, And then, like, we moved. We went to Monte Casino. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the one with the sky, no? That's like they painted yeah. the sky yeah. on the roof. Okay, yeah. yeah. Proper. I love that place. You leave there. I think the illusion is for people to not know what time of the day it is. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's why you see, like, people's grannies gambling on the slot machines at, at like, odd midnight. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> they have no concept of time in that place. Yeah. It's always dark. It's always low lit. But, yeah, anyways, we moved to this place. And it's a part of Monte Casino that I've never explored, like, until yesterday. And I know why now. It's <laughs> the real upmarket. You thought Monte Casino, Casino was upmarket, right? This place was just... Ah, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a beer for seventy five rand Jeez. at this place. Like, and is like a craft beer. Yes, it's, dude. I called it the nectar of the gods. It it tasted like a <laughs> god made this himself, dude. <laughs> it, it tasted so. I need I need to take you, me, Eddie, my girl. We need to go there, bro. Like it's a proper establishment. Had some hookah, you know, Ooh, something nice. like 220 bucks for the oh, hookah. Oh, wow. Dude. Dude, I, most places like 300, 400 for hey, a hookah. Yeah. L- not bad. Not bad in terms of the hookah, you know. Mm. Coals are set up for free. But if you want new hookah, you got to pay another 225. God, That's the only uh, problem, right? Just so, sneak my own head in there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like, uh, get new coals, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, so we're just chilling there, and now all of us we work at the same place, so we have an idea of what the earning capacity is amongst oh, the circle. Oh, I see that the so, underlying politics of yeah. who's spending what now. <laughs> right, and my like our senior manager and one of my managers and the supervisor were there. Like it was a hierarchy of paying of, of yeah. payment basically, and we're all just sitting there. And my my senior manager says something like. Do you ever think about like how often people actually come to these places, or if it's just a place that they come to, to you know uh, spoil themselves once in a while, right? Mm. And I'm like, David, I I don't think you're aware of like Instagram culture, because there are people that do this every single week, yeah, almost every day. Some of them for content purposes, they'll come here, order a dish, 
make sure that they're dressed to the nines and take pictures for their yeah for their followers right and he's like i think that's ridiculous because we didn't even look at the food menu when we got to this place because you know we come from rock yeah but then I saw, like, in passing, we're going through the drinks. We saw what some of the food is priced at. It's ridiculous, dude. I don't think anything on that menu is under 185 bucks. Like, Jeez. Like, for just, like come on. You know, get breadsticks for the 185. Yeah. Uh, breadsticks are free. <laughs> <laughs> you, can get, you can definitely get breadsticks and napkins. Those are free of charge. Y- you know you're in for a tough time when you open the menu at a restaurant mm. and the starters... Like started like two hundred. Two hundred bucks. Exactly. <laughs> That's when you're like, oh shit. Exactly. <laughs> he starts sweating. You're like, how do I get us to leave? <laughs> like before we order, how do I be like, baby, let's let's go somewhere else. Let's go to Spur. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel you. And I was like, to David, yeah, like, well, fuck, Claire, Clarence, uh, Clement, Clement. <laughs> not Clarence, <laughs> Clement. I'm like, dude, you you're not really aware of like the culture mm-hmm. and also credit cards. Like, what that mm, does to yeah. young people. people. A lot of people buy things on credit. A lot of people buy things on credit, and it's not for things that they need. It's not immediate needs. Yeah. It's things that they want to show off with. Yeah, superficial buys. Yeah, like, can you ever think of... And I'm not saying that rich kids don't exist. Like, don't get me wrong. But I'm talking about kids that are not rich, that maybe come from poor backgrounds, get their hands on a credit card, and they start buying Jordans, like... That's that's their lifestyle. They, they're hype beasts all of a sudden after living mm. in Brom for a year. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm like, yeah, you're not really he's not really in tune with that culture. I'm like, dude, people do this daily. They do this daily and it's hurting the youth, especially black youth. Dude. Especially black youth. Because like I'm saying, they come from backgrounds that are middle to low class. Yeah. And unlike them where it's middle to high class, <laughs> it's always like that. And they as soon as they get a lick, bro. As soon as they get a taste of money, bro, they do dumb shit with it. I'm not mm. saying don't spoil spoil yourself every once in a while, but if it's the only money that you're getting, don't spend it all on Jordans, bro. <laughs> like honestly, yeah. So we're just sitting there and we're thinking, wow, man, all these people dressed real nice, you know, face beat, great shoes. Like you're thinking, how often do they do this? I'm like, dude, they do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like they legit do this all the time. I see some people okay, they're celebrating birthdays, maybe it's a treat, but these people do this all the time. Mm. People that come to these places are here for the attention and if they stopped doing that, I don't think we'd care that much. Yeah, we wouldn't ca- we don't care that they do it and we wouldn't care if they stopped. But in I their care world, that they do it. I think in their world they reasons. think we care about their lives. Yeah. Okay, on Instagram, it's aesthetically pleasing, right? It's all about the visual. Like, mm. nice dish, you know, nice setup, you know, fancy dress and stuff. Like, it's nice for the aesthetic. But do we as the followers really know how much capital is going into that type of lifestyle? Unless, of course, the girls have blessers and whatever. That's to their each to their own devices. But if they're living on their own means and it's just like credit card swipes credit card swipes Mm. it's like you guys i I heard this thing when i was getting my credit card it's called revolving credit and all i heard was perpetual debt that's all my ears (laughs) heard (laughs) that's all my ears could fathom like revolving credit like okay revolving what does that word mean and it's like yeah it's 
just keeps going. It revolves. Jeez. Once you're done with the debt cycle, you start a new debt cycle, and that's how you get a good credit score. That's that's the way they set it up at my bank. Damn. I'm not. I don't want to entertain it for much longer than I have to. Got a few payments left, and I'm yeah. out. That's it. But this revolve, this concept of revolving credit. I don't know how many other banks do it. I only bank with one bank. I've only ever banked with one bank. But the idea of keeping people in debt, in debt yeah. over long periods of time, it's wild to me. My manager, my, my supervisor was telling me, yeah, she took her car in for a service and the bill came back 10,000 rand. Now, Jeez. most people don't just have 10,000 yeah. rand. Like, no matter who you are, like ten thousand rand is not a small yeah, it's a lot of money amount. Even right? if you're rich, it's the big a lot of money. It's like it is ten k. It is, and she was saying, yeah, no, I'm still t- paying it off. It's been a year, dude. It's Damn. been a year. Like it just shows you that <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are in the hierarchy of being paid. It's like you're always like people struggle to mm. live. Like it's it's really it's really tough. So what I was just thinking about, I was pondering, is like why do people live beyond their means so much like they know what yeah. they're earning of course the car service thing is an emergency it has to be done yeah but i'm just talking about like the luxuries i think there's a weird correlation right between like our earning and our earning potential mm-hmm. and our spending habits like yeah. they grow together and they're not supposed to it's not supposed to <laughs> but one is supposed to go up and the other but supposed it to always it happens like that yeah. for some reason that Okay, I'm um, f- fresh into the work environment. I'm earning seven thousand, mm. eight thousand. Mm. I spend in a month three, four k, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I try to save a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I few years pass. Okay, I'm up to like the fifteen, sixteen thousand mark, mm. and all of a sudden, your spending has gone up from the three, four k now to eight nine k yeah like an extra four k yeah yeah and it just continues like that i earn fifty thousand rand a month and i spend thirty five thousand rand a month i earn a hundred k a month and i spend like sixty thousand rand a month it just for, for some reason it just follows you up but i i get why i i would get why as well because yeah. ultimately we want comfort yeah, yeah, and you want value for your money, you yeah. know, you want nice things in life. Yeah, but then the problem becomes where I earn twenty k, mm. I spend seventeen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. 18 I spend twenty two. Yeah, I actually go over. I get the Start credit using card. Your credit card, yeah, and I do it because I've warped into the social media reality that doesn't actually exist. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and that's the trick that's the trap that a lot of people fall into mm. that they get suckered into the things they Needing see on the to screen have nice things right yeah. Mm. yeah because they see someone else gets a whole lot of likes and compliments for a lifestyle that mm. is you know shown online mm. so they're like i want that too i want all those endorphins <laughs> as well so they're like i'm also gonna now go to a place that i've never tried before but it's expensive as fuck and i'm gonna do it Mm. I'm going to take pictures while doing it. Mm. And, and then they're going to post it, of course. Mm. They're going to get a few likes, a few compliments. Mm. And they're going to do it again. Because, because they it, like that feeling. Mm. Yeah. And that's the trap that a lot of people in our generation fall into. Mm. That they don't need to. Uh, I think there's an interesting thing that also happens 
especially it happens i know it a lot with med students like people are studying to become doctors mm. as soon as they graduate mercedes-benz bmw and mm. audi mm. literally hit them up as soon as they receive their li- registration everything yeah and they they're ready they set to work now as a doctor those german companies with their lovely luxury cars immediately come to you fresh out of varsity how do they get a hold of you like who's selling my data is the school selling my data <laughs> i mean they just check the registry now they see that you are a practicing doctor oh, now oh my god and they see that you're new you obviously your registration's fresh it's fresh yeah yeah so they come to you and they immediately know that you are going to start earning around 30k a month mm. so after tax 25 no, you can do like twenty one. <laughs> uh, that uh, how you level the tax is way more. It is yeah. five thousand rand. Yeah, yeah. Be a lot more. like the thirty k. Yeah, it's like you'll be around twenty five, okay, yeah. twenty four. Okay, yeah, maybe. So they come to you immediately. Yeah, and they say, get a new C class, get a new mm. three series, get the new A one, the new A class, and they tell you that you can afford it. They even congratulate you, make you feel big. Mm. They don't even just call you by any call you doctor. They call you doctor. You haven't been working as a doctor for like five <laughs> years of your life, but they call you doctor in this point. They're like, they want you to feel VIP. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And what do you do? You get the status symbol. Mm. And you get the status symbol where your monthly repayments are like 8,000 rand a month. Because the car, it costs like 400, 500K. Yeah, yeah. And then you get insurance. You're still young. It's three. You're high it's risk like 3, insurance. Rand. <laughs> so you find yourself paying like 15K for a car. Yeah. Out of your take home, your net salary, which is like 20, 25,000. Mm. You're spending like 12 to 15,000 on, on a vehicle. On just the car. Yeah. It's, for, it's purely for status. Do you know what I mean? And because the reality is... <laughs> You're in your car for, unless you're a long-distance driver or whatever, mm-hmm. most humans that live in urban and city environments, we spend a relatively lo- little amount of time in our cars. You spend like one to two hours a day in your car. Mm. It's, it's relatively little. Yeah. But you get sucked into buying a status symbol full of luxury. Mm. Cause, but you like, how much time you actually spend in that thing? Yeah, yeah. You could literally be better off just getting yourself a, a reasonably a reasonably priced car. Mm. It's gonna literally drive because you're not gonna fly. <laughs> this is another thing. People will get like an M car, like an AMG or mm. an M series yeah, car. Yeah. My guy, you're limited to 120 k's per hour on yeah. the highway. <laughs> you, you can just get there faster than <laughs> us. <laughs> you're not Lewis. You're not Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. I I very much doubt the majority of you are going to Kyalami on Saturday and Sundays to race your car around. If, just, especially if that's the only car you have. You <laughs> just drive it to work and home and exactly. to your friends and home. Mm-hmm. On the highway, you're going to drive at at your fastest. On days you feel like being a little bit risky. You're going to drive 130 kilometers <laughs> per hour. You can still drive 130 k's per hour in the reasonably priced car when you get in the first lane. Yeah, your car's going to rattle a bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not a well-built machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're basically going to drive the same speeds as everyone else. You're going to get to destinations at the same, more or less the same time as Mm. everyone else. Mm. But you've been sucked in to paying more for it. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Look, I get your greater point, but I had a client, dude. I, I saw his tracker information. Yeah. Oh, man, this guy. 
This guy was doing 185 and 120s. Like, he was going way over the speed limit. This guy had a German beast, man. Like, yeah. Of course, I'm not allowed to disclose a lot of information about this person. But he was uh, what was called on his profile high-risk, um, uh, high-profile client, right? Mm. So these are people that are yeah. well-known or they have high-paying jobs. Yeah. And you see his... Um, his tracking information. This guy was doing 120 and 60 zones. He's doing 185 and 120 zones. And you're just like, dude, we're, we're going to repudiate this claim. We're not going to accept this exactly. claim if you're doing those speeds. So also, with all that insurance that you're paying, you're wasting it because you want to go so fast in these cars that these suckered you into buying in the first place. <laughs> but no, I get your point, man. Like, as soon as you hit that, like, lawyer or doctor yeah. level and your earning is, is quite high... They do, like, society expects certain things of you. Yeah, people, like I said, people get sucked into status symbols, show of stature. It's not really the car companies that I'm mad at. I'm more mad at the way our society is built up. Because if you see a doctor driving an Almera, you can think he's a fucking Uber driver, dude. Like, And that's what society has done to their psyches. And instead of us going, oh, smart guy, he's saving money, you go... He's yeah. a broke doctor. He's what a broke, broke doctor. ass doctor, what a man. Bum. What? All that time in school <laughs> to drive an Almera. Wow, what a loser. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, we are so yeah. we're so wired to consumerism. Yeah. Like in capitalism that yeah. we spend beyond our means yeah. to impress people who don't really care. Like Whew. the guy that's saying to you, nice car, the robot, doesn't actually really give a fuck about you. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. in the moment he thinks your car looks nice. But ultimately, he doesn't really look at you like, wow, what an inspiration. He yeah, doesn't no, care. He yeah. just thinks, oh, it's a nice car. Nice I'd like car. to have one one day. Yeah. Mm, cool. Yeah. But to us, we feel like I'm so important right now. Oh, my God. Everyone thinks I'm so great. And in the minds of men, oh, my God, I'm going to get so much pussy. Like, I'm in this like, fucking uh, beast of a car. Like, ultimately, that's what it is, right? Like, like yeah, you probably will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably will get a lot yeah, of pussy. You probably but, will, yeah. But the reality is, yeah. You're spending money you don't need to. Mm. And very soon it turns into spending money you don't have. And that's, that's the issue yeah. with credit to begin with. I think credit is useful. Like, I think the way they calculate credit is not necessarily the right way. Because they say, oh, you earn this much. These are your monthly expenses. You can afford this much as your limit. I think they add 10% onto that. Mm. I think they add. I think I think they add ten percent onto what you should be getting as your as your ideal yeah. limit, because they're like, ah oh, no, if he doesn't, we're just gonna say more more interest, <laughs> and then they just dig you deeper and deeper. So, have you watched uh, the new Explained the Money series of Explained mm-hmm. on Netflix? No, I I need to see that. I love Explained, man. Yeah. Mm, so they've got like a money series on it now. Yeah. And one of the episodes is about, like, credit and stuff. Okay. Mm and they actually say banks have, like, three types of credit individuals. Mm-hmm. They're like, one of them is the one that banks hate, which is the guy that gets credit and pays it back immediately. Yeah. Like, debt-free. Yeah. Banks hate debt-free people. Of because, yeah, you bring no profit to us. Exactly. Then the other ones that, they, they don't hate you, but they don't necessarily like you. He's a guy that he's in debt, but he's realistically going to be able to pay it off. Mm-hmm. But we at least get to have him for a, a bit longer, yeah, you know? get a bit of that interest on that. And then the last person is the one that the majority of the population falls into. It's the motherfucker that's trapped in the cycle yeah. for years and yeah. years to come. Yeah. You are going to just accumulate interest on interest mm. 
that you will never be able to pay back, mm. but you're going to chip away at it every once in a while and it just grows. It just grows. Yeah. It just keeps growing, but you 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 can't stop it. When the banks love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people our age are falling into that category. Mm. Sadly enough. Sadly enough. But I think it is because of that like it is it's real, dude. Like when you're moving away from home, things are far more expensive than you ever calculated that they would be. Mm. And you always hear that as you're growing up. Oh, things are expensive. When you move out, it's going to be expensive. You should take your time. Yeah, you hear that and you're like, yeah, dude, I'm going to move out when, I, when, I, when I've got my stuff together. And you end up not doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then the credit card becomes your best friend. You've got this uh, entry-level draw, whatever, mid-level even. You get this credit card and then things become so much easier. Right? Yeah. You think it's a solve all to all your problems. Like, you get a decent limit. Like, my credit score was on zero before I got it. And they're like, dude, you're, you're perfect. <laughs> you're perfect for this credit thing because you've got no debt. You're, you're, you're not a bad payer, right? Because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not paying anything. And they're like, oh, dude, you're perfect. Here's your limit. I'm like, okay. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a huge, that's a big limit, like, for me. Mm. Yeah. That, that's a big limit. I'm like, okay. I know how much of this I actually need and how much I'm going to spend. But that temptation, my dog. The, the rest is there. It's available to you. It's available. Like, I could get new sneakers, four or five pair every every month if I wanted to. Mm. But if beyond credit, it's not really my money, is it? Yeah. And people need to understand credit as it not being their money. It needs to be in case of emergency. That's yeah. all it is. I'm thinking, okay, my girl's not on medical aid. What if she needs to be taken to the ICU or some shit like that? Like that, mm. that stuff is expensive. What if she needs to stay in intensive care for a prolonged period of time? That's something that I'd be using my credit card for. Like, yes, I have used my credit card on impulsive buys, but nothing too hectic, right? Mm. And something you know that you'll pay off. Exactly. If I get into an accident today with my car and I need to pay an excess on my insurance, like mm. that's what I need to use my credit for, card for because I know that, okay, I don't have that amount with me mm. credit card i'll pay it off it gives you breathing room and that's all it's supposed to be doing it's not supposed to show people a lifestyle that is not your lifestyle dude like dude. it's not the life that you guys are living because then you get guys who get a credit card to pay another credit card off what is that that is that is the dumbest concept i've ever seen dude that is the dumbest concept ever there are people who are living like that you and <laughs> You might not realize, guys, like that person could be your best friend. The person mm. that you actually frequent mm. out with, it, they come to your home, mm. you guys hang out together, and they see like everything's fine. That friend could be drowning in that debt mm. where they've got another credit card to pay off their first one. Yeah, no, that is wild. And it's just to keep up appearances, right? Mm. Keep up the aesthetic. Because I don't know why people are afraid to say, sorry, man, can't do it. I'm broke. Why are people afraid to say that? Like, I have no when idea. you get hit up by your friends, hey, let's go drinking this weekend. Let's yeah. go out for lunch. Yeah. Why? What? What makes people so afraid to just say, "I'm broke. Dude, yeah. I just can't afford it." There's no shame in that, dude. Like, if you have any gauge on what type of life South Africans are living, you'd find that that's a reasonable answer to a question like that. Exactly. You want to go out? I can't. My bank, the way my bank account is set up. <laughs> exactly. You just can't do it. Like. I don't know what the shame is. I think for me, it's I'm con it's convenient enough for me that I don't like leaving the house anyways. So I'm mm. like, dude, I actually don't feel like it. Mm. And I was saying that to my mom the other day. I was like, mom, when are like when are you guys 
why is your generation so hung up on making excuses for why you can't attend things? Like, I want for my generation to be a thing of like, I don't want to go. And that's yeah. why I'm not coming tonight. And it, it, that should be enough, dude. Exactly. I shouldn't have to think of a lot. No, uh, my mom said that I need to come over, help her with this. Like, exactly. I, I can't do it this weekend. No, I don't want to go, dude. I don't want to look at you and your girlfriend like <laughs> ugly as... <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I don't want like if I don't want to do something, that should be enough. Like exactly. I don't want to do it. I don't. I shouldn't have to make up an excuse for it. Like I should not have to do that. Exactly. If it's somebody I haven't seen in a while, I'd be like, yeah, maybe I should leave the house for this. I I miss this person. But it's like you guys are going drinking again at that place mm. again. Like your priorities kind of changed. I think that's because I've got a girlfriend now as well. When I was like <laughs> single, I was like. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm, co- I'm coming, bro. Like, I think that's another thing. I feel like I want to know who does, who manages their finances better in our age group. Mm-hmm. Is it people who are single or people in relationships? I think people in in because relationships, relationships are better. expensive. They are expensive, but there's management in there because of the yeah, discussions. Of exactly, we need a budget for this and yes. this and this. Yes, exactly. But I feel like when you're single. You don't it's have to manage it. You, yeah. you do less management. It's know? like, this is it's all me. Yeah. So mine is all for me. <laughs> it's all mine. <laughs> so you can decide how much you're going to save, what yeah. you're going to spend on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I actually want to know, across the board, generally, who who is managing their finances better? The, the singletons or people in relationships? The thing is, the, the singletons think the world is their oyster. Mm. Right, and they don't save during the time that they're single, mm. and when they do get in a, into a relationship and they're ready to settle down, buy household things, yeah. there's nothing there, dude. There's nothing there to use, like yeah. as a, as a, a backup, and that's a that's the problem with singletons, <laughs> as you <laughs> so affectionately put it. <laughs> like they they don't have a concept of tomorrow. Like mm. today is like YOLO, and yeah. I remember that feeling, dude. Like I get it. I get it, but I saved my money. I lived at home. There's no way I was going to run through my salary each and every month. It's not like I was making a whole lot of money, but there's no way I was running through all that money in a month. Mm. It's just dumb, dude. It's just dumb, yeah. So I saved a lot, man. Saved a lot. I was able to buy a car within two years. Like, I still haven't seen that fucking thing, but (laughs) but (laughs) that Mercedes still haven't seen it. He still hasn't been back from the repairs, man. Gotta get those those guys to hand it over, man. Yeah, I need, they need to hand it over. I, w- I want that to be my Sunday whip, man. Come here on Sundays with that car. Yeah, but like, that's that's just the thing. On a small salary, you're able to do that. I was on a small salary, dude. Mm. A basic salary of 5K. In two years, I was able to buy a car. It's crazy. Like, man. that's the thing. Once you have less responsibilities. Yeah. And like, obviously, if you also have a decent setup for you. Yeah. Like, because obviously most of us as black people have black tax. Mm-hmm. But if your black tax is generous, it's kind enough to you. Yeah. With us, even a small salary, you can do quite a lot over time. Yes. If yes. you're single and you're saving money. Yeah. Over time, you could do quite a lot. You'll find yeah. that like you earn like, let's just say 5K. You could honestly just put away like 2,000 rand. Exactly Every what month. I was doing. I was putting away 2.5, 50% of my salary, I was putting it away. Dude, yeah. And then in a year's time, 12 months, you've got like 25,000 rand, 24K. Listen to that. Do you know what I Listen mean? Listen to that, bro. That it's is a lot of a money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> and, it's sim- and you could easily do that. Yeah. But once we get more responsibilities yeah. and stuff, yeah, it becomes difficult. Look, it's like you were saying, the more you earn 
uh, okay, obviously the more comfortable you want your life to be, but also the more unnecessary things you want. So, for instance, I was thinking the other day, I should get a new phone. Like, dude, there's absolutely nothing wrong with my phone. I don't need it. I'm Until this phone bombs out, I'm going to keep using it. And then I'll get, like, a contract for a new phone. Because this phone's paid up. I don't need to open a new contract. I was thinking, yeah, you know, that new iPhone's looking kind of nice now. <laughs> I'm like, nah, dude, like, you don't you don't need it. Like, yeah. you don't need it. Just because you've got an extra whatever amount of money at the end of the month, why spend it now on a phone that you don't need or a contract mm. that you shouldn't be signing up for? So it's like, yeah, guys, earn earn your money, get your money, and live comfortably, but don't get the unnecessary things. Because for me, it was like, okay, I got a better job now. I can afford a car. That was just a logical thing. I I work, f- I lived far away from where I worked. I needed the car. Right? It just was practical. I needed the car. And then I decided, okay, I needed a place <laughs> because I, I work far away. It's like the things are building with the income, the earning, right? Things are building. The expenses and the responsibility are building. But the unnecessary things, you've come to my my place, it's very minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couch, I've got a TV, I've got a TV stand, you've and got, I've got a rug. You've got the essentials. I've got a bed and a kettle, <laughs> I've got a microwave. <laughs> All the things that need to be there you, are there. The microwave is first world, bro. You've yeah. got a first world luxury that in a microwave. True. That is actually true. <laughs> because technically you could use the oven to warm food up, right? A yeah. microwave is not a necessity per se, but I hear what you're saying. <laughs> But likely, I didn't buy the microwave. I took it from my parents. I put it in my place. You see? That's, not, yeah, I, see, that's a good look, deal. It's a good deal. I just <laughs> took the microwave. Like, ciao. <laughs> I saw this other video. I think it was like a TikTok or something. Yeah. I'm like, this lady was like, I just took some grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. And she's actually like shopping in her parents' pantry. Like, they have a fully <laughs> stocked pantry. She's like, just doing some grocery shop for my place. <laughs> Taking her parents' food. Like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, oh man, if only. If only. <laughs> man, oh, living, living is expensive. I can see why people would fall into the credit card trap. But for necessities, right? Mm. You can fall into the, the credit trap for necessities. You can fall into it for champagne mm, and... And ver and yeah, fucking I didn't Patron. even pronounce that name. Vuv, dude. Well, hey, too poor to know, really. Yeah. I grew up in the hood, man. Maybe Park. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what that is. I've never drank about. it. Never had it. Never tasted it. Never smelt it. Yeah. Never seen one in, in real life. I just saw it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> just saw it on Instagram, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, I'm going to stick to buying my, my beers and my shots. Look, at the, stick to what you at know. At the club. Yeah, stick you to know. what you know. Uh, I think I'd rather avoid buying a very highly mocked up bottle yeah. of alcohol. Yeah. But maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll splurge. But not yeah. on a credit card. I'm thinking of splurging as well, but not on a credit card. Like Yeah, when I know I can comfortably afford it. Yeah. You see, yeah. I, I believe that luxury things shouldn't hurt me. Mm. You get me? Mm. It should actually be like I'm treating myself. Mm. Not I'm simultaneously hurting myself while treating myself. Yeah. So if I'm going to drop 2K at the club on a bottle of champagne, it should be like... It was 2K that I had to spend. Yeah. Like, I and I'm going to be fine for the I'm rest gonna of the month. I'm going to be fine without it. Yeah. I could have <laughs> dropped this 2K on McDonald's, <laughs> on champagne, <laughs> on a new pair of shoes. Like, yeah. I could have used it for whatever and it yeah. wouldn't have hurt me. It wouldn't have hurt you, yeah. But the moment it hurts you, the moment it's like, oh, fuck, I have to do some maths in my head and mm. see how I'm going to make that back up. Make that 100 grand yeah. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> like, then you should re- yeah. you should look at your finances and yeah. 
yeah look at yourself and be like maybe i shouldn't be doing this yeah maybe the same people who are gonna shame me for not doing this maybe i should cut them out of my life Mm. that's Mm. another thing people like to keep bad company a lot of people like to keep the same friends who are making them have bad spending habits yeah that is very true the people you're trying to impress that is very true I think it, it, I don't know if you've noticed this, but it's so much better when you're in a relationship. Your spending habits aren't as extreme anymore. Mm. Because when you're around those uh, those people that have bad spending habits, okay, maybe it's not even that they force you to have bad spending habits. It's, that's, it's just that you want to keep up or whatever. Yeah, and you get drawn into an imaginary competition exactly, of sorts. Exactly, that's very true. And people don't ever come to grips with that until... Until it's too late, unfortunately. Mm. But I think I've noticed in my relationship that I don't need... I'm not going out, dude. I'm not buying alcohol as much as I was. I'm not buying fast food. You know, after a night out, you got to buy a whole bunch of fast food. And, like, the recovery process is even expensive. Like, (laughs) I don't need to do that anymore, bro. It's like, the money that I was spending on alcohol, I'm actually spending on groceries, fruits, and veg. Like, Mm. I'm spending on real things that I need to live off of. And that's so much better to me. Exactly. Because those that look, I don't want to shame anybody for living like that, but that stuff became became repetitive very quickly, dude. That type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's like we're going out, we're gonna draw five hundred rand. It's like five hundred rand is so much money. That's like so much money. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much money for to spend on one night. That's the point. Like mm. you're spending for your 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 Uber contribution there, your Uber contribution back all the stuff that you're eating or drinking at the place it's like why 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 are we doing this guys why why are we actually doing this yeah and that's that's just a tough thing when you're in a relationship it's like okay we know where the money is going we're going to live comfortably we're going to eat well 500 rand can buy you it can buy you a week and a half worth of groceries dude like just mm. think about that like <laughs> when you're moving into your new place <laughs> forget the hubly stuff like the expense like that's your yeah. own luxury once you've done all your necessities know that okay i've got money for hubley now <laughs> rubs hands literally <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah you know once you've done all that you can buy your six pack or your 12 pack and just max out later in the month you'll top up but the stuff that you need is Bro, there that is literally like how i budget my life <laughs> exactly like, i'm always like exactly okay i need to get all my essential things yeah. first toiletries groceries yeah sort out all the money i need for transportation yeah for this is, mm. and then only after that i'm like now i can see yeah. should i go buy some alcohol some herbly stuff yeah. some you know going out for luxury entertainment yeah movies whatever yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. but other people do it the other way first they're like yeah i just got paid time to go splurge time to go out and it's like dude like no don't live like this dude all of my um Big expenses are on a manual payment. So every time I get money, I make the transfers manually. Mm. This past Friday, I did no different than what I usually do. Immediately saw the, the money come in. I sent all the money that needs to go out, <laughs> out to where it needs yeah. to go. Because I hate not knowing, dude. It's the hope that kills you. I'll tell you that yeah. much. When you think, oh, I've got that much money? It's like, no, that's not your money, bro. Send that money out. <laughs> Send it where it needs to go. And then realistically be like, okay, now I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci Yeah. Now. Then you'd be like, okay, rent is paid, car is paid, chill, chill. Everything else is luxuries, bro. That's the nice part. <laughs> Get your groceries. Everything else is yours. That's the best feeling ever, Dude. bro. So knowing exactly where you stand. My girl is, on, is different on the other hand. 
she likes it sitting in the account just a little bit longer. <laughs> like, I like to see that I've got some money. I'm like, baby, no, dude. We need to. We just actually like buy groceries now. We need things. We need cleaning products. Like, it's all these little things. Like, yeah, no. Oh man, it's dude. it's crazy. But budgeting is very important, just for young people listening out yeah, there. Just man. budget, if you can save, save. Yeah, save things that you can cut expenditure on. Cut mm. that. Like, yeah, honestly. Yeah. If you honestly look into your life, there's probably something you're spending on mm. that you don't need to. Mm. Like, mm. you don't need that extra mm. thing. So look into your like, budgets, guys, and mm. see where you can save. Put some money away. That's probably one of the best things you can ever do for your life. Dude, long-term, short-term, anything, dude. Save saving your money. without yeah. a goal is actually the biggest thing you can yeah. do. Cause yeah. Because everyone always thinks, if I'm saving, I'm saving for... No, don't save for. Yeah, just save. Watch your money grow, dude. Yeah, honestly, because when you start to save for, you say, "I need to save for that deposit. Mm. I need to save thirty k so I can pay a deposit on this car." No, 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 no. You're gonna get to the thirty k. Cool. You're gonna spend. Then you're not gonna want to save again. You're gonna blow your salary mm. as it comes. Mm. But when you just start saying, eh, "Every month I'm just gonna put away five hundred rand," just that. Just yeah, something it's as a small good as that. start. Yeah, it's a good start Every just to month. show yourself that you can do I'm it. I'm just gonna put five hundred rand, yeah. thousand rand, yeah. two, depending on what you're earning. Yeah, you know, is a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand if you can, and just watch after a few months, dude. You'll look at your account. You'll be like, wow, I've literally got. 25,000 rand dude in, in a savings six, account 6 7 8 months you can do that yeah and you'll and that money will come in handy one day yeah don't ever look at it like yeah now i can splurge no just keep saving it hold on to it and one day when you get that idea of i want to go on a holiday mm. there is actually an easy 5 10k you can just put on the holiday yeah just put on a holiday yeah when an emergency comes up yeah there is an easy emergency fund yeah exactly like so just get into the habit of saving if you can. I know mm. it's not possible for everyone. Some people really have a lot of responsibilities because yeah. they're like breadwinners at home. Mm. Yeah. Also, I don't want to make it sound like we like I have my shit figured out. It, it every month is different, dude. Every month is not the exact same as the previous month. Yeah. In some months, I found myself spending like using more petrol because I I, I had it mapped out of my head. If I put this much in my car for petrol, I'll be fine. For, no, like, shit changes. Yeah. One month I had to go to Butch. Butch is basically a half tank of petrol away, dude. Like, that's that's how far it is. And I was like, I have to reestablish my whole budget because mm. I've overused my petrol. Yeah. Like, every month is different. You just got to... Saving your money helps you in those situations where you've overspent in a month. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, I remember that I put 2K away. I'm going to borrow 300 rand from myself put some more petrol in the car it'll sit it'll sustain me until the end of the month but I, I, I don't want you guys to get into your minds like or be too hard on yourself that okay you overspent and you weren't able to save just start with small amounts like versus saying 200 bucks save exactly. 200 bucks you save 500 bucks save you'll find that these little amounts that you saved will save you in the long run dude. They'll, dude. they'll save you from a bad situation like i was saying emergencies like the job that i'm working at has shown me that your life can change in an instant, dude. Like, Bro. And that's because people don't save a lot of the time. So, like, for instance, there's a guy that was involved in an accident, r- car written off. He drives an A5, right? Mm. Very nice car. And he's like, yeah, no. 
now I'm taking taxis and I'm doing this and this. I'm like, okay, dude, you drive an A5. Where is the excess money? Like, where's the rest of your money? Should you not have money for car hire? Should you not have money for Uber? Mm. Should you not have money for how train? Should you not have money for a better form of transportation than that? There's no way you can go from an A5 to a taxi. Dude. Where is the rest of your money going? Like, that's not my fault. You're yeah. telling me this as if it's my fault. But you're a, a high earner. You drive an A5. is probably like 10K a month to pay off. Dude. And you don't have an, an alternative mean of transport. He doesn't have the savings. You don't have... You don't have the savings. He was basically using up more than half of his salary. Probably. Every month. Probably. Probably earning 17, 18K, but you've got a 10K car. like, <laughs> And you've got a place in Midrand, probably. <laughs> so you're going camp masters. And, Bro, oh, come on. Status symbols will be the death of people. It really, especially oh, black people. I want black people to change. Let me not that say status. Shit. Status symbols we can't afford. Living beyond one's People means. that can afford them, enjoy it. I enjoy want them it to, to the enjoy max. it, man. Man, yeah. drive that fucking S-Class. Yeah. Get yourself that A5. Do the most. But those of you that are going to stretch your budget thin, <laughs> leave it. Watch it on YouTube. Just watch YouTube yeah. videos of that car. Watch motivational videos on Instagram. Sub-aware it. Manifest <laughs> it. Candlelight, yeah. yeah one yeah. day you'll have it when you can afford it. But for now, settle for less. And enjoy. Mm-hmm. Find high quality. There was a thing. I think, I think Sia sent this to our group, where it was like some chat, like he sent. You know, on Twitter when mm. you send someone's post. So like I went into the account from where he sent us the post, right? Okay. And it was like some account that gives advice to men and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy said, like to men, he was like giving them advice. He was like, in your wardrobe. Make sure you get good pair of quality jeans, whatever. Like, if you're going to spend money on clothes, make sure you spend money on a good pair of jeans. T-shirts, everything else, go cheap. It's whatever. Hmm. Like, those things, they all, they all like, finish over time, whether mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. expensive or not. So, the you might as well... S- but a good pair of jeans, whatever. Mm-hmm. A good belt, get that. Yeah. Then it was like, when it comes to a car, I think he said, under... F- he said, when it comes to a car, decide. Under five thousand dollars, or over fifty thousand mm. dollars, anything else that's in between, you're overpaying for crap. Those are just and un- those are just overpriced piece of shit cars. Shit. He was like, so if you're not buying a quality like the S class, yeah. whatever, you know, your real luxury cars over fifty thousand US dollars, mm. it's like buy a car that's under five thousand dollars. Save your money. And I actually thought I was like, that's actually true. Mm. Like. A lot of us will get roped into buying that three hundred and fifty thousand rand car, that four hundred thousand rand car, but it's like you're overpaying for it. Yeah, yeah. I know we don't want to drive quids and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one wants to drive a quid. But even the people pay, that make them don't want to drive. But them. you are honestly better off buying a quid for like a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not gonna do that, then get this very expensive car. The like, get the car that's now touching your. 800,000 rand, etc. type of thing, if you can afford that. Yeah. But yeah he's, no, like, I, I hear you. He's basically saying, yeah. if you are in the place where you afford the 500,000 rand car, mm-hmm. rather just go and buy the, the 200,000 rand car. Because you're going to notice that the difference is not too many. You're going to notice, yes, there's a few differences, 
here and there mm. is like overall you're gonna notice that I could have saved like two hundred thousand rand and basically gotten the same product. Yeah, no, that makes that makes perfect sense, and that's probably that's probably true. I I think the problem comes in with the horror stories that you hear about certain car brands, yeah. right? Renaults, for instance, you'll wait months for parts. Yeah, one of what, French what my cars, Peugeot, Peugeot Citroëns. Yeah. You're gonna wait forever for parts, and if your car is paid up and it's not under warranty, you're gonna pay an arm and a leg for those cars just because they're cheap on their repayments. Does not necessarily mean that their part prices are are affordable, right? Mm. So, uh, Mazda is also a good example of this. It's a, it's a it used to be a middle class car, a Mazda. It's a high end car now. Okay. My my boss was telling me that her windscreen on a Mazda two dynamic, fourteen thousand rand. So now where's the average person supposed to get that right? Mm. Where's the average person supposed to get fourteen thousand rand? So it doesn't matter like what range you're going into when buying a car, for instance, or whatever whatever credit agreement you're going into with a with a financer, you're gonna get jerked in one way or another. Mm. The car is cheap on repayments. It's economical. You think you're saving on your everyday costs, right? Pay that car up. Have a small bumper, uh, bumper bash or a or a fender bender, <laughs> and you'll see yourself paying twenty two thousand rand for a fender. Mm. Where are you supposed to get twenty two thousand rand? Most most panel beaters will accept two payments. Where are you supposed to find eleven thousand? <laughs> Exactly. Where are you supposed to know th- what do you do? You go to the credit card. You see that mm. you see where the this like slippery slope starts. Like these these um self help or motivational guys, I hear what they're saying on the on the surface of it. In everyday mm. use it's not as practical as you might think. Like am I am I gonna you know, pay a small amount on a like on a on a on a on a shitty car, right? Pay three thousand Rand a month on a car that's shitty right picanto <laughs> <laughs> look i'll humble myself i'd get a picanto you know if if it ever came to that yeah i think i'd have to be down pretty bad me too <laughs> me too i'd but have to shop it's it's price competitors yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's price competitors are quids dude that's the problem <laughs> like on your monthly repayments you can end up with a quid and i'm not riding on a four by four that's riding on a picanto size <laughs> tires dude like <laughs> <laughs> that's what a, that's what a quit is, dude. Yeah. But anyways, anyways, like it, it depends what that person is willing to trade off, what their trade off or opportunity cost is. Mm. What do they find more value in? Smaller month to month repayments, but expensive parts in the future if you're out of warranty, which is in the first two years probably. Mm. Or are you paying for the ten thousand rand a month car? Even if you qual- you qualify for both of these hypothetically, yeah, the ten thousand rand a month car that has more expensive parts once it's out of warranty. Like, it's it's I don't know. I think if you can get the ten thousand rand a month car, you should probably just save to to buy it cash. That's the way I see it, mm. because that'll save you money. Because a ten thousand rand a month car is worth what five hundred thousand. You're gonna end up paying five hundred and fifty or six hundred thousand for that car on that credit agreement. I've seen it with my own repayments. It's that yeah. interest rate that you're being charged is is maddening. But no, I get the I get yeah. the gist of what you're saying though. I get the gist of what you're saying. It's just about opportunity cost at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. Try to find value for your money. Yeah. Ultimately. But value, 
is subjective. That's like yeah, the point of what I'm saying. Yeah, people's value. Yeah, yeah they attach thing. value to different things. Like if I'm somebody who's earning fifty thousand rand, yes, I'm attaching more value to a Mercedes Benz. Mm. Like firstly, I can afford it, and I can get more bitches. I, can <laughs> I don't know. There's a privilege to it. There's a privilege to driving a Mercedes Benz. It's not just the the attention that you get from women. There's a privilege to driving one. And that's 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 the that's the nice thing. Is that what you place value on? If it's if it's that ignorant, then that's fine. That's your life, mm. bro. One thing I will say though that I've noticed mm. between black and white people, mm-hmm. like every white person I've had the opportunity to like know more on a friendship level or anything like that, mm-hmm. and like even visit their houses, those who are like more well off. Yeah. Let me say. Yeah. But I've noticed that they always have the most average cars. But they stay in the most beautiful homes, mm. That's and true. black people <laughs> like always stay in the most right? average homes, but have the most beautiful vehicles. Mm. I've never understood that concept. Neither have I. Like, I know houses are very expensive. Okay, <laughs> like they're f- very expensive, but they're better investments. But long term, right? I see it in the sense of like what we spoke about earlier. Like this person is putting money into a place they're gonna spend more time of their day in. Mm. I sp- you said mm. I'll spend two hours max in my car a day mm. one hour going to mm. work one hour coming back mm. from work mm. but I'm gonna spend like a whole lot of hours in my home mm. exactly I, I might as well have a very nice comfortable home you, and then dude. drive a polo to work I hear you yeah no, I, I, I completely agree with that dude 100% our uh, financial literacy <laughs> is not up to scratch mm. I think the reason why we do that is because we've never been taught the opposite yeah and people who have had money for a longer period of time just happen to be white people right they know that they shouldn't be spending a lot of money on cars cars depreciate in value dude yeah very fast very dude as soon as you drive it out of that showroom you're losing (laughs) fifteen thousand, dude it leaves the lot (laughs) loses value exactly exactly because okay like white people they've they've cracked the code dude i don't know they've cracked the financial code they know that Okay, I'm going to buy this house. and Like, let's say 20 years ago, they bought a house in Maybury Park. Mm. Look at the houses in Maybury Park now, bro. Like, they invested in low-value housing and made it high-value. And mm. they've, they've grown their investment. It took 20 years to do it, but they've done it. And that's what's happening everywhere. Everywhere is kind of being self-gentrified by <laughs> the people that live in it. Yeah, It's being self-gentrified. What you, your parents have done with their home, what my parents have done with their home. They've increased the property value because you can't do that to a car. You yeah. just can't. You can add rims to it. Can add sound to it. When you add up to market things, you, you decrease, decrease the it. Size. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when you go buy that <laughs> that two thousand rand mag wheel, yeah, you decreasing the value by taking off the original mag wheel. But guess what? Add a balcony to your house. <laughs> Hey man, your your stock just went up. Exactly. Add a staircase to your house, your <laughs> stock went up. It's crazy. Add sliding doors. Sliding doors are a, a thing that people <laughs> like. Add sliding doors to your house. Pivot doors. Add all those types of things Dude. to your house, and it goes up. Accessories for homes are better. Not for your cars, dude. Yeah, I think black people need to get more privy to that. Yeah. But like I said, I know homes are expensive. Yeah. Furniture yeah. is expensive. Oh, man. Renovations are expensive. Yeah. So I get it. I yeah. know why a car seems like the easiest thing to rather invest in to find comfort. Mm, mm. But long-term game, just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, think about agree. the long-term. 
that's also something they mentioned in that Netflix explained. There was another episode about retirement. Mm-hmm. They said majority of people are not prepared for retirement. Mm. And it's so actually alarmingly scarily true. Mm. So many of us are not prepared for retirement. People middle age, people like 58 approaching retirement age have no money saved up for when they retire. And that pension fund, you think, oh, but I'm going to have pension. It's fine. It's going to dwindle in five years. You bro. can live from 65 until 95. Thirty years. That pension fund's not gonna last you thirty years. Yeah, no. It won't last no. the lifestyle you live. Like they said in that show, that middle class people, when they retire, can't maintain the middle class life they were working, like and living off yeah, of. Yeah, so they yeah. drop into poverty. Sharply. That is crazy. Simply because you were not prepared for retirement. That is wild. And they said the reason a lot of us are not prepared for retirement is apart from not earning a lot of money, you mm-hmm. know, all of that. Mm-hmm. They said, right now, all of us who are in our 20s right now, mm-hmm. have you ever thought about yourself when you're 65? No. You've never thought about that nigga. And that's the problem. <laughs> you never thought about that. Nigga. He's just a nigga to you. Yeah. That's it's, what they it's said. It's an ideal. It's a that's what they said yeah. in the show. They said, the future you. To you, you don't think about them because they're a stranger to you. Mm. You don't even feel like it's yourself. You're like, mm. that's someone else. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I'm wow. going to I'm gonna buy chocolate cake right now. Fuck future us. You could yeah. <laughs> use this money in the future. Whatever heart complications you might have. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. And that's, they said, that's the exact problem. We yeah. don't think about our future self and what our future self is going to need. That is very true. So that's why I stress saving, guys. Save. Savings important because you don't want to get to sixty five and find that I can maintain this middle class life mm-hmm. for at least another five years. Then we have to drop down into poverty. We have to drop down sharply mm. because my pension just can't continue to maintain this. No one's mm-hmm. gonna hire me at this age. Yeah. So think about those types of things as well. That's that's yeah that's crazy. It's 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 a, it's a concept that seems foreign to most people. That are young, you don't really. I don't think you don't you, you don't really uh, start thinking about it until the last five or ten years of your career. Because mm. even in your forties, people see that as the prime career. Those yeah. are your prime career uh, years, right? Yeah. Maybe it's it's dropped now because there are more things that young people are making money off of. Yeah. You know, entertainment, YouTube, etc. But when you're forty, you're in your prime. You've you're not got even experience thinking for about days. You, you're you in can the top do position, management position. Exactly. You are at your peak. You're, you're at your peak, and you're not thinking about it even at forty. That's the crazy thing. Mm. Only at like fifty, fifty-five, you're thinking, okay, I need to slow down. Yeah. Like, and then you realize yeah. I have nothing. Once the discussions of you qualify for early retirement, you're 55. Yeah. You qualify for early retirement. That's when you start to think, could I actually retire? Like, will yeah. I have enough money? Yeah. And then you get told, yeah, you have a, a fund that's going to pay you out like 2 million. You might think it sounds like a lot. Yeah, I know. And then you think, fuck, I could live for another 30 years. <laughs> 2 million rand is not going to last me another 30 years. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, God forbid I live another 30 years after I'm 65. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. you don't think about that. We yeah. just think, oh, two mil, I'm sad. I'm going to retire. Uh, it's fine. My pension will cover me. And then you get to 75, 10 years later, and you're like, jeez. Yeah, I blew through that. <laughs> and you're years. like, oh, yeah. my God. 
I'm poor. <laughs> like, I can't work. I can't. Which is why you see such old grannies and grandpas not working these yeah, days. Yeah. So they're not working because they want to. They're working because they don't have a choice. They need money. That sucks. And a lot of um, I I've seen it um, like when I was still working at the pharmacy and stuff. Like white people on the Sasa cards. You're like, what happened? Like, <laughs> how did you not capitalize on Fumbled. all that privilege? <laughs> Like white people get Sasa cards. Like, and they fumbled the bag. They fumbled. They fumbled the opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> they fumbled the privilege, in my opinion. Like they, they, but look, it, it, it happens. Like I hear a lot of older people. They call and they say, like, can't you guys adjust? You know what we're paying. I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> You're paying the least. <laughs> dude. You're paying the least, and like old people, are like, oh man, like dude, you're retired. You're supposed to be not worried about money, dude. Like the last thing you should be worried about is money at that age. That's my opinion. Yeah. You should be more worried about like your health, grandchildren, your exactly. children, and spending time with them, I guess. I think that's the ideal that most people have about their old age is, is not worrying about things, right? But it's to stop worrying. But then it's not the reality, dude. South Africa, I can see it, bro. It's not the reality. Yeah, now you worry about finances. Oh. Dude, imagine worrying about finances for your entire life. And then the one time we're just supposed to stop doing that. I think it, it, it even uh, speeds up the aging process, probably. Like, the yeah, stress dude. and the burden of of that. Yeah, no, I never want to see myself in that position. Touch wood. Like, oh, yeah. man. Don't, don't find yourself having to live with your son or daughter now. Because <laughs> yeah. now they're yeah. the one that's paying for you. You've yeah. lived your whole life paying for them. And now they're the ones that have to pay everything for you. Because, yeah. like, you can't. You just don't have enough money. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, guys, save as much as you can. Save as much as you can. Honestly, yeah. it's a difficult thing in our economy. That I fully mm. know. Yeah, we no, have sure. no jobs. We have no money. <laughs> like, yeah. we are poorly paid. But for those of you who are in a position to save, mm. save. Definitely just save. Save all of it. Man. I'm not saying save for your retirement. I know it's so far away mm. right now if you're in your 20s or 30s or whatever. Mm. But just also think about think that Think about time. it, yeah. Yeah. Think about setting up something for that time for yourself. Mm. You know, go to a bank, see what options you have for a long-term savings account. Yeah, yeah. Where you're just like, I want to put money in every month, and I will see this money again when I'm retired. Yeah. yeah. As much as I also have pension funds that I pay with my company, mm. you know, my employer and all mm. that, just also create your own savings. Because mm. that's what they advised on the Netflix thing as well. They said... Just, if you can, save. Mm. Save your own funds. Create your own fund for yourself. Yeah. Man, that's, that's the smartest thing to do. You can't, you can't, like, that's, you can't rely on miracles and social grants, dude. That's, mm. you don't, you do not want that. Because they will give you the bare minimum. And sometimes dude. you won't get it at all. That's the, that's the fucked up thing about the country we live in. You'll get it, you know, it's the first of the month, third of the month, okay, whatever date they, they decide on. Following month, you'll get on the 16th of the month. You've gone a month and a half without a payment Dude. from this grant. Like, you don't want to be in that position where you're queuing for money. Yeah. You're queuing for food. <sighs> like, ah, oh man. Save your money, guys. <laughs> I think it's 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 just as scary as a realization of when I visited prison. Mm. It's, it, it's just as, like, it shakes you up. Like, 
I don't want to be an old nigga in that situation, <laughs> dude, dude. You don't want to be old and broke. You don't want to be old and broke, dude. Like, young and broke is fine because you're young and you can build yeah, wealth. You can, you can make a plan. <laughs> you don't want to be old and be like, what was that all for, bruh? Bro. What was it all for? It's such a scary thought, bruh. It's such a scary thought. Guys, save your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> save your money, man. Save your money. But anyways, dude, we're an hour and 35 minutes in. I thought we were going to get to the AKA and Anela thing. I don't know. Um, but nah, I, I'm, I'm I'm good for the day. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I think this is a good episode. Yeah, I, 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 I believe so too. It's already fucking one o'clock. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to go send off some, some emails. I need to do some Sunday work. I need to do some Sunday work. <laughs> well. That's I'm like, fuck, it's one o'clock. You know how time just, you blink your eyes and time is gone yeah. on a Sunday, bro. Um, but yeah, that's all from Vuse and I this week. And uh, follow us on our socials, IG and Twitter. Your girlfriend's favorite pod, uh, your girlfriend's fave pod on, on Instagram, IG, yeah. and then your girlfriend's favorite podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and follow us individually, underscore Vusani, <laughs> 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 underscore VM one six. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you'll see it through the pod pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And me, Sizzle the Savage, Sizzle the Saint, whatever. Um, Thanks for yeah. streaming. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um our episode fifty six just hit hit the milestone. Yeah. Hit the milestone. I don't know if you saw that. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, if you guys would like to to help us save for the podcast retirement. Yeah. We'll set up Patreon or something. Yeah, we I was actually gonna suggest that to you, but we'll talk about that off air. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna yeah. tell you Give us help us set up our pension fund. <laughs> help us help you. We can't <laughs> part into our eighties. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> we are also gonna need to retire this part at some point. So help us. <laughs> Yeah, no, Vusi couldn't have said it any better, man. Yeah, we cannot pot into our 80s. Please. <laughs> Anything, any donations, five rand and up. <laughs> At hope. <laughs> At the end of every stream, would you like to add two rand? <laughs> the pot? <gasps> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, what about hope? <laughs> Make me say it, man. <laughs> that was episode 87. Pussy comes in. Ah, what about who? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Video. Oh. Did you talk to that person? <laughs> did, did they see the video? Have they seen it yet? I, I told them about it. I don't know if they've <laughs> seen it yet. I told them about it. That's the one he's been referencing all these episodes. I hope they've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a video. <sighs> and as a result of the pod, actually... I was I was sent the reference by my homies here. He sent me the reference like, ha, what about AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, he lifts into the lost part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everyone loves oh, that video, man. Oh. Anyways, oh. that's episode 88, guys. I hope you enjoyed. See you guys on the flip side. Might part next week, might not. We never know yeah. these days. It's been a super busy time, but... As soon as we get another opportunity to pod, same place, same time, we out. See you.